一个人的想法 ，Chinese person's way of thinking is based on a set of emotional and psychological factors that reflects a person's attitude, perspective, and then this is the new term that I kind of came up with, relationship to face. All right, so I'm going to go through this real quickly, and then I want to hear your thoughts. So,、um, it's influenced a person's thinking in China. It's influenced by a mixture of factors that I think、uh, we really need to consider when I say we, Westerners or foreigners doing business in China, the environment in which they were raised. We have to understand the environment in which a Chinese person was raised is completely different than the environment in which I was raised. You know, I was raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and then the media they consume. The factors is a mixture of the environmental factors. So Chinese people were raised in China. They went through the Chinese school system. Their parents raised them in a certain set of values. The media they consume. All right. So if I watch Fox News, if I watch CNN, or or if I watch MSNBC, I'm going to have a different set of beliefs. All right. So when we talk about our Chinese counterpart, they watch Chinese state-controlled media. So we shouldn't be surprised that they believe something very similar to what their media is espousing. Whether we agree with it or not, we just have to empathize with what they're being exposed to. And then, of course, social, which is the social pressures that they have. It's like peer pressure. So if I'm in a group of Republicans or Democrats, I may feel social pressure to agree with certain things because. I don't want to go against my peer groups or my, my 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 social groups. When we think about our Chinese counterpart,、uh, they the way they think is also influenced a lot by the the social factors and the social pressures that they may experience. All right, and then attitude is 心态 or 态度 perspective is 看法 or it could be their worldview 世界观 Okay, these are the. It, it's reflected in it, whatever their thinking is. It reflects their attitude. It reflects their perspective. It reflects 他们的心态，他们的看法，他们的世界观 ，and ultimately 他们的态度 ，which is their attitude. Yeah. So that's a good point. That's why. That's why I'm glad that you added that input because、uh, what you said is exactly right. The best that I can do is try to translate some of these things, right? So if I'm Trying to explain the psychological differences in thinking.、Um, if I say they have, if I say they have a different worldview, the average American will understand that. If I say they have a different view of the universe, then that almost becomes too abstract for <laughs> for somebody to really conceptualize. Well, what does what are the applications of? Well, you just have to ima- imagine that the goal is. Not to frame necessarily everything exactly right or properly, but the goal is to frame it into a context where people can actually understand that there's a there's a difference that needs to be number one, not just reconciled, but there's a difference in perceptions that need to be accounted for and need to be understood and also need to be dealt with. And you don't deal with a different universal view or worldview or perspective by being evangelistic, sort of speak. So this is where this last one gets into、uh, in this practical definition. So、uh, it reflects a person's attitude, perspective, 
So again, perspective would be easily easy for us to understand. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to translate this into Chinese perspective, 看法, or 世界观. And then relationship to face is the key. All right, so face is obviously 面子, right? But relationship to face is uh, whether it's the balance between 爱面子, which is a person's need for face, and 给面子, which is how a person gives face to other people. And obviously that depends on the hierarchical relationship. So relationship to face is the balance between a person's propensity to give face as a tactic, right? A lot of times giving face is a tactic. It's a way to make somebody feel good so they will agree with you or give you what you want. The balance between giving face as a tactic and requiring face as an emotional need, right? So if we're peers, we could say that it's, an, it's balance. I, I would give you as much face as you give me, and I would need as much face from you as you would probably need from me. But if I was talking to my boss or the laoban, I would give a lot more face as a tactic to get on his good side, right? And I would require less face because uh, it's more important that I please my boss than it is for my boss to satisfy my emotional need for face. But again, everybody would have a breaking point. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help people who are reading the book, who are trying to understand how Chinese people think, uh, why they behave the way they do, and how best to interact with them and understand them. I'm trying to help them understand this balance, which I say is a relationship to their face. And the first one is hierarchical. Okay, So when you're giving face as a tactic, it really depends on Right? So if you're talking to any other Chinese person and you're talking about someone and something that you're trying to achieve with that person, the first question they may ask is, what is your relationship with that person? And then that will decide in the Chinese mind how much face I need to give in order to maintain balance in that relationship and, and do the best for myself. And then on the other side of that is how much face you require emotionally, all right? So this, is, again, it depends on your bargaining power. So if you have more bargaining power, you're in a higher position of authority, they need you more than you need them, then you would, acquire, you would require more face emotionally, okay? And again, this is based on perception, and the question in Chinese that would be asked is, 什么感觉? So in balance, when I say relationship to face, the two questions uh, that you have to understand in your relationship with your Chinese counterpart that you're communicating with is, 什么关系? What is the guanxi relationship? 什么感觉? What is the perception of the relative strengths and bargaining power of the two parties, especially if you're in a negotiation? And of course, both of these require greater awareness to be able to really uh, understand and actually make use of these insights.